first things first, because, well, if they weren't first, um, well, they, they wouldn't be the first things. Let's start this podcast with an oxymoron. Alright, time for some housekeeping. Sup, kids? How have you been? I have been busy, as you can imagine. I mean, you can't imagine. Maybe you don't imagine. I don't know. I imagine you don't think about me and your day-to-day lives outside of maybe listening to this podcast. So, I wouldn't be surprised if, you, if you're unaware that I've been busy. But I, I have been busy. And that is why, for the last few weeks, we haven't had a guest on Yelling at Concrete Podcast. And it, no, it's not because I haven't got people lined up. There is, there's a list of people. I have a list of some lovely people. Um, I just simply haven't had time. I've been doing so much work on various things, real life and, and art life. I, I, I can't class art life as real life. I'd love to class art life as real life. That would be a great thing. To be able to class my artwork as as my real life, but it's not. The reality is that my real life is, is a regular job because you know, paying the bills with potatoes is harder than paying the bills with money, and that's ever something everyone should enjoy. So I'd like to do a little bit of house clipping and explain house clipping the words. The, the, see, this is how long it's been. This is how I, I'm struggling to get the words out. But uh, a bit of housekeeping and explain what is going to happen within the next few months, because you may be wondering about the future of Yellow Concrete Podcast, and you may be wondering what November and December brings. Uh, I, I thought I'd explain to you what's going to happen. So, currently it is the 14th of October. I realize I'm a day, day late this week already. It's going well. But, you know, it's midday on the 14th. It's some wonderful weather outside. I've decided to have the week, the window open today. So if you can hear the therapeutic sounds of rain in the background, that would be why. You may also notice that I'm wearing glasses today, and that's because I have a rather large headache, which I'm nursing, and we're, we're going to push through this. But it's the 14th of November. October. This, oh my god, the brain. The brain is melting. It's the 14th of October. We are almost halfway through October. If you're following me on Instagram, you'll be aware that I'm I'm doing Inktober, which is where you do an ink illustration every single day through October. And to be honest, it, for me, it's not that hard. Um, they may not be the best uh, illustrations in the world, but uh, a couple of years ago, I did a, a 365 where you do an illustration every single day. So doing it for a month is, is a cakewalk, to be honest. Um, and I know some people are struggling with it, but if you'd be so kind, you can always go check those out. What was I saying? It's October. Oh, we are running in cycles. Anyway, so I wanted to explain what's happened the first of October. So I have a very lovely guest lined up for next week who will be recording with me on Tuesday. And we will be discussing the world at large and likely some books and stuff. Dan Wilcox is, is, is scheduled to come and, and talk to me. So we will be seeing how that goes. And that will be next week. And then the week after will be another solo podcast, which then leads us into November. And November, due to the amount of work I have on, I've decided... Not to record any guests in November. And that is a shocking thing. But it is the sad reality that I just simply do not have time to record some lovely people. So, instead, with November being the month I was born, and also me attempting uh, to edit the book I wrote last year within November, 
I have decided... Ooh, can't my beard on the microphone. I've decided that there will be no guests in November. Instead, I will do four podcasts, which are solo, which will take us up to December. And as every year on Yelling at Concrete Packers, I say every year, I've not even been doing this two years. I say every year on Yelling at Concrete Packers, I will be on hiatus in December, because December is insane. Have you seen December? The things which happen in December is magic and insanity, absolute insanity. Um, but that is the plan. So if you have any topics you would like me to cover within November, feel free to shout them out in the comments or on Facebook or Patreon or wherever you want to shout them. And thank you for the lovely people who are supporting my Patreon at the moment. Um, but we, I've got a lot of things going on. So um, today I announced the calendar, the 2019 Animals calendar. That has come out. Um, available for pre-order right now for 12 of your lovely pounds. Um, and you can get that through the various sources. Which I mean, there's, there's links in the comments. I'm, I'm not going to do the work for you. You can do that, and that's come out. And then, uh, at the same time as that, I'm trying to do this book. I'm trying to Inktober. And to be honest, we're gonna get. We've gotten to the point where my lifestyle has caught up to me in the last couple of months. Let's be let's be brutally honest about this. The amount of projects I do is it's a lot, and something had to give eventually. And it just happened to be that in this case, it was the podcast, which is a little sad. But I've managed to consistently do it for a year and a bit, and I think that's an achievement. And I, I fully intend to take it into 2019. I, I, in, if anything, I intend to expand it in 2019. Um, with all the other projects which are going on in 2019, I'm having an intention of being a bit of a creative year. So, Not that this year hasn't been creative. But that is the housekeeping. And some of you may be thinking, Graham... Perhaps you should drop one of these projects. And some of you may be thinking, Graham, get on with the fucking point. And you're probably both right, but neither of you are, are getting what you want, really, are you? It's a shame. Sorry, I'm, I've just caught, caught myself watching the rain outside. I love. I woke up too early today. Today I woke up too early, and that's, that's ruined my day. But at the same time, I woke up to the sound of rain, which meant, meant, uh, meant, which meant winter is here. And... The faux Russian accent kicks in. <laughs> Terrible, I know. But I did have something I wanted to discuss today. With the view to uh, view to November and being an adult. And getting older. In November I will be 29. I know. I'm a year away from the, the dreaded 30. 30 doesn't really bother me. I think I've discussed this in other podcasts. It it seems to me just to be a number, but at the same time I use it as a kind of a staple mark to go, oh, well, you know, turning 30, that's a, supposed to be a big thing, so perhaps I should treat it as a big thing. Oh, there's two blackbirds on the fence outside, uh, and a lady and a, and a man. And they're chilling out from the... Sorry, completely distracted. I don't see it as that big, big a thing, because it's just a number. And as I say, most artists um, don't don't make it until they're much older. So my my goal has never really been to be be something before I'm thirty. Thank God, because I'd have failed at that. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, I, I figured maybe use it as a little staple mark. But there's a, there's something which kind of came with age, which in a way I, I guess I wasn't ex- expecting because it's something which I've done since I was a child, really. Um, but something which the more I discuss with people, the more they appreciate, and and you can kind of see their point. 
And a part of it comes from being grumpy when you get older. You, you kind of get to a point where you're just like, yeah, I don't care about anything which is going on in your life. I, I, I just can't handle it. And that's something which I experience most days. Um, no offense to anybody out there, but there does become a level of where you're talking to someone and you just think, wow, your problems just done nothing, aren't they? You're, you're still living in high school. Somehow you, you've, you've, you've clasped onto that and decided that that has your everything in your being, you know? Why? It makes zero sense to me. Um, but then I'm a person who can just let things go. So I say I'm a person who can just let things go. I can, I can let some things go, but the trivial stuff is just why I go, like, I don't care. You know, I don't care about your your social life. Bring me a real problem, you know. I have friends with actual problems. Your problems aren't problems. I, I don't know who I'm talking to. I'm just, apparently I'm just spitballing and berating some teenager. I say teenager, they're like 20. They're, oh, people in their 20s. <laughs> no offense to me, I have quite a few friends here in their 20s. But my God, bring me some real problems to actually solve. And I'm not trying to solve the world, but... Oh my, it's, I've gone completely, this this has been a train wreck of a podcast from start to finish, and I fully appreciate that, and I thank you if you've made it this far, we're ten minutes in. But the point I was trying to discuss was this idea that as you get older, and the more you watch fiction, and the more you watch different things within the world, is that you appreciate kind of the villains of the world, you know? At some point, there's this disconnect where you're kind of watching something or reading something and you think, you know what, I can relate more to the villain than I can the hero. And this is something which I've done since I was a kid. But the thing, the reason I did it as a kid and the reason I did it as a teenager is because of my sheer angst and feeling underappreciated. And that, that's a lot of what villains are portrayed as within the media is like, oh no, you know, I don't get the respect I deserve and all this kind of stuff. And a lot of that's ego and angst and it's terrible. But it's what comes with teenagers. That's why teenagers idolize people like the Joker and and different human trash bags. They're terrible people, but as teenagers, you you feel underappreciated, and you're going, yes, they're underappreciated, and they're doing something about it. I wish I could do something about it. I'd love to be the villain, and that that's that's something which you kind of clasp onto within you within your mental state. But as you get to a point where you kind of let go of the angst to some extent, I mean, you've you've all seen my artwork. You kind of you kind of sit back and just go, you know what? I kind of appreciate what you're going through because, yeah. Everyone's kind of one bad day away from it. <laughs> and I feel like that is a truth. That is a reality within our world. Is every single adult I meet is one bad day away from being the worst that they could be. In the same way that every single person I meet is, is maybe one good day be away from being the best person they could be. And people are fighting so hard uh, to kind of to kind of keep that. But everyone's just one bad day away from it. So the recent example was, of course, uh, came from the Avengers film with Thanos. So, spoilers for anyone, but Thanos basically wipes out half of the world. I haven't seen the film, but I'm, I know the, the, the story arc. Um, he wants to fifty get rid of 50% of Earth. You know, that that's what he essentially does. And he does it. That's, that's a r- roughly 3.2 billion people. Um, and he does that. And then he just leaves. That was his entire plan. And he successfully pulls it off, which is fantastic because it shakes up the whole dull Marvel cinematic universe. And, and you kind of sat there going, my God, no, he got rid of the heroes. 
He got rid of everybody I care about. How dare he? And then you realize, oh, yeah, the reason he wants to do it is because of, you know, things like overpopulation, famine, disease. Um, and it's basically the the MO of the NWO, which is the, the New World Order um, or mass conspiracy that they want to get rid of a, a large percent of the population when the world becomes to a, a, a breaking point of instability. They're getting rid of most of the... Uh, most of the people would solve that. And, and as an adult, you kind of get into these situations where you're thinking, oh, I really wish the price of this was cheaper, or I really wish it was easier to survive, or I haven't had a job in ages. And it's like, what if they just got rid of half the population? And then you kind of put those genocidal thoughts to it. It doesn't even have to be genocide. You get rid of everyone, not just a specific race. And you find yourself relating to that thought. And as I say, you want bad, bad bad day away from that there's nothing wrong with that that's just the thoughts we have you know those are just the thoughts we have you got someone like like uh, Otto Octavius to take another superhero Doc Ock world genius gets some AI strapped to his back and invading his mind and uh at least in the films, watched recently watched a YouTube video about all of the the worst things from the Spider-Man films. Within the films, his his entire goal is to make a completely renewable source of energy. He's driven a little mad and decides to go about it in a way which isn't particularly helpful to the rest of humanity. But at the same time, he's trying to solve the world's problems. That's all he wants to do. And when you get fed up of filling out paperwork and trying to sit there and go, oh, well, no, I can't do this because we don't have the funding to go through this. Oh, well, you know what? We could just rob a bank. I'm basically a supervillain. We could just rob a bank. No one's going to stop me forgetting the Spider-Man exists in this reality. That's the one thing I don't understand about Spider-Man's villains. There's a lot of them make this decision to be villains and to go out and commit these massive crimes, but they don't take care of Spider-Man first. It's like, I can understand it in Gotham, where people are becoming insane and reacting to their situations. And I, I, in some ways, I can understand it in Metropolis, because a lot of the, the threats in Metropolis come from outside of Metropolis. But with Spider-Man, this is a being who has consistently defeated people who are better than him. And still, villains are like, you know what? No, I'm going to be the vulture. <laughs> At some point, you've got to kind of question the intelligence of, of these people um, so yeah there's a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of balance to it you know it doesn't just stick to superhero films either it goes much deeper uh, you know there will be blood got Daniel Plainview who's seen as this massive tyrannical villain monster is ruthless barely you know, unstoppable, bullied, beat people, and uses, you know, all kinds of things to kind of, I'm not going to give too many spoilers because it's a fantastic film, put all kinds of things to to pull at the heartstrings and, and manipulate the people around him. But at the same time, the people he's trying to fight are pretty fucking awful. They've got some faux church, they beat their kids, and, you know, they take money from people. They basically just ransack an entire town for money under the guise of salvation. And he doesn't want to be lowballed out of his business, which he spent time to build. 
that's basically just spent his entire life building this thing and then someone tries to come along and take it under the guise of religion. You'd be understandably annoyed. I'm, I'm just saying. But I think... I think as adults, you kind of you get to a point where you're you're not trying to reason these actions. You're not trying to to reason why villains are the way they. I mean, Hook. Look at Hook, Captain Hook, archetypal villain. He even has the mustache to go with everything. And at the same time, you're like, ah, oh, no, screw Hook because he's, Peter Pan is doing glorious things. And you're like, yes, but Peter Pan also kidnaps children, kind of against their will. Never allows them to uh, mature or grow up or get past that point, because once you're at Neverland, you stay at Neverland. And goes about free caring whilst there is adults in the world, this is the other side of things, there is adults in the world who have jobs and lives and things like that. And Hook just basically just wants Peter to grow up and, and get together and, 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 and become something of responsibility and progress as a person. Because if you don't progress, I'm going back to the whole angsty thing, if you don't progress as a person, then what is the point if you're unwilling to make emotional construction to your life as well as kind of, what's the word, monetary or, or physical construction to your life, you could be the most worked out person in the world. You could be rocking, you know, thighs like cobras. <laughs> I mean, thighs like cobras. No idea what that is. But thighs like cobras, you know, you could be rocking a 12-pack. You could be, you know, hencher than a brick wall. But if you're emotionally undeveloped, then what is the point in you? If you can't handle failure and you can't handle dealing with people on a day-to-day, then you, you've made no progress within your life at all. If you can't deal with people not not adhering to your every whim, then what is the point? That that may seem harsh, um, but that, that's my general view. And it's how you know a lot of people know me as. You've got to be fairly straight with people. And I think everyone goes through that learning curve at some point and, and gets to the end and you're like, ah, well, you know, maybe that's why I can kind of agree with a few more people um, who I, I maybe shouldn't agree with. You know, these people who are, are presented to us as the villains and the heroes. but we, It's the same thing as the same theory as you meet a lot of heroes in films and media and you're like, you look at it and you're like, you're a terrible person, though. Like the decisions you make are some of the most selfish things I've ever seen in my entire life. And that's why you kind of look at kids and you see them acting on these heroes and you're thinking, yeah, but oh. Like every kid wants to be Iron Man. Yeah, but have you met Iron Man? As a person, he's terrible. Sure, when push comes to shove, he's great, but as a human being, my God, no. Just no. Ah, uh, I know. I'm not saying I agree with Sam Rockwell, but the way Sam Rockwell does business, he's just a guy trying to make a living in the end. I'm just saying. That's it. Maybe you agree with me, maybe you don't. But it's gotten to that point where you kind of just see yourself mirroring villains, trying to stop yourself from going into your lair and developing lasers. No, I'm not smart enough to develop lasers. <laughs> I can develop potato drawings, and uh, that's about that's about the uh, the realm of where I can go with that. 
but perhaps you agree. Is there anyone I've missed? I, there's loads of people. I mentioned like three people. But there's got to be like... Damn, Blade Runner. Jesus. I miss a Blade Runner. You know, Blade Runner. You got these... Essentially got androids running around. Doing some stuff. Killing some people. And that's because they have a finite lifespan. They have a finite lifespan. And they are so terrified of dying. And they want to know how to prolong that life. Because they were created with a short lifespan. How would you not want that? How would you not go out of your way to do everything? You wouldn't just lay back and accept that. You wouldn't be passive about it. The things they were sent to do. All I'm saying, maybe this is my my message. Maybe this is the message for this podcast. Is that you need to appreciate what the villains are doing. And... and have their drive go out of your way a lot of heroes only go into action when they see trouble happening that is a truth that is a universal truth is they only go into action when needed right villains don't villains kind of go out of their way to do things because they have ambition and whilst the you, you, you should be considering how you're doing that and how it affects other people at the same time you've got you to appreciate that I'd appreciate the drive which is needed to, to blow up star systems. That kind of thing. I don't know. Maybe I'm old. Maybe I'm grumpy. But let me know what you think in the comments. Next week, we will have Dan Wilcox. And I will probably discuss this more at length with him. But until then, enjoy your week. Enjoy your weekend. Go check out the calendar. That's a pre-order. In the coming month, we have four independent podcasts from myself. Feel free to leave a comment of something you'd like me to discuss. And I will talk to you guys later. Go enjoy the ring. Bye. (laughs) 